Before we begin, I want to tell you about another project I have coming up. An improv show I used to host and produce is coming back, online and for one night only. Perfect Match is an improv comedy show where we bring the characters, and the audience decides who they want to see perform together. We'll have all your favorite characters, ranging from Yoda to George Costanza to Werner Herzog. The show is February 12th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Find the full details on my website at kicksandgigglesentertainment.com. Welcome to Break a Wish, the podcast where all your dreams come true, but with terrible, ironic consequences. I'm your host, Maddox Campbell. Joining us this time, we have half of the tall boys. We have Tim Blair. Hey, it's me, Tim Blair. And we have Vance Banzo. Hello. Uh, And the movie we're going to be breaking down is You Wish, a 2003 Disney movie uh, made for TV. I, I, I I put it on my list of possible movies, but then you surprised me by picking it. Why? <laughs> and what had you had any of you seen this film before or even heard of it before? I, I don't think I've seen it before, uh, but I am a big fan of the Disney movies that they make. Yeah, where they just take stars from their TV shows and throw them together into some script. But uh, Vance like suggested it because it's a, a a movie about little brothers, and we're both uh, the younger brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I'm a middle child, oh, so. Okay. I, I guess I come at this. I see both perspectives of it. I guess <laughs> I have been both burned by an older brother and annoyed by a younger brother. So I guess I'm, yeah. I don't know. Doesn't doesn't hit me as hard. Are you guys the youngest, or are there? I am. I'm the youngest of uh, two two children. So okay. I had nothing but empathy for that kid throughout the entire <laughs> the entire movie. I felt so bad for him. And when he got yelled at for going to his room. That's what little brothers do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you got to explore. Yeah, I am also the youngest of a of a dual pair. So yeah, I was feeling it. Yeah, that kid, you know. But it, it seemed like his life wasn't so bad for the most part uh, when he got wished away. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna agree with that. Like, it didn't seem like things were too bad for him to be so angry at things. Like yeah. both both scenarios are still pretty good. His life overall, even the when things go bad, they're like. I don't know. It's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. And the kid seems fine too. <laughs> like it doesn't seem that bad off. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like all, all the stakes in the movie were coming from him. Like I, well, I guess that is cause he just misses his brother. I don't, it was beautiful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to give it uh, in case some of our audience didn't watch this movie at all, which fair would be a shame, um, though. real shame. You have the opportunity to go watch it. It's on Disney plus. If you already subscribe, you can go and grab it. I'm going to try a little recap of this thing. All right. Um, so there are two brothers, uh, an older brother and a younger brother. And the older brother, though he's close with his younger brother, constantly complains about the th- ways in which he is ruining his life. Uh, he goes in his room. He gets jelly on his rollerblades. Oh, yes. Which <laughs> travesty. <laughs> Uh, and he blames him that his parents always take his younger brother's side and don't listen to him. So when his younger brother 
gets a magic coin from a man at the mall who runs a coin-based business solely yeah. selling coins <laughs> called Coin World. Uh, and his brother gets trouble for not looking after his younger brother. To apologize, his younger brother gives him this coin and tells him to make a wish. Making a wish, he wishes that uh, his younger brother, he didn't have a younger brother. And when he wakes up the next day, his younger brother is now a TV star that is unrelated to him. And he has he's an only child and his life is so much better on the surface in that he is rich, uh, winning awards at school on the football team and has the hot girl at school that he wanted. But he slowly realizes that all these things are not what he actually wanted. He wanted his old life back. So he sneaks into the film set to visit his younger brother, who is now not his younger brother, abducts this celebrity child with ease, goes on a scavenger hunt to recover the coin, uh, and eventually wishes back his old life. Now, much more understanding of what he had given up. The end. Any any huge plot point you guys feel like I missed out on that was pivotal to this film? I mean, that was pretty pretty thorough. Um, I, uh, I one thing I would include is that there seem to be bullies obsessed with food based pranks. Uh, <laughs> Gary, I, I mean, I think he's one of the pivotal characters of the story. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm, his first thing was like to pour an entire pizza that he was carrying with him, yeah. on the street onto someone's head. And then call the pizza face, which like he put it on the top of the head, and then yeah, it's not even what that means as an insult. Clear. No, it's supposed to be like an acne thing, right? Like yeah, pizza yeah, face is like you have acne. Yeah, but I mean, I just I love the creativity, like that. Uh, wow, it just seemed like such a waste of a pizza. Like you you went to a pizzeria earlier, you bought this pizza clearly with intent. You didn't run into this kid on, like you weren't find, searching for him. You just happened to run into him. And then we're willing to throw your whole meal onto his head. This is like five bucks. Like it's the States. It's the early 2000s. It looked like a basic cheese pizza to me. Like <laughs> yeah. Where does that run in you? You know, mm-hmm. maybe enough for a prank. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you're all pooling together, I mean, it, 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 it's really pennies, you know, if you think about it. But <laughs> I have a hypothesis that it might just one of the bullies' dad like owns uh, the pizzeria in town. And oh, okay. Cost, that, that's what I think. Like, I feel like you, you got to have pizza very readily available to be so cavalier with its use. And maybe it's like a um, sort of viral marketing type thing that like he's trying to make it a thing that you pizza people oh, yeah. to encourage more people to buy more pizzas. I mean, that yeah. that delivery outfit looked expensive. Like, Yeah, absolutely. The chicken guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Is that the same business? Did that chicken deliver pizza? <laughs> you know, no, we, we so have to they, assume. <laughs> you went to the party, delivered chicken, I guess. Oh, and then, and then, he then got they pizza had pizza there. Okay. Yeah, they had pizza at the party. Wait, so did, did they only order chicken so that he'd arrive? Because they had food? <laughs> or did they order the pizza? And oh, wait, so they could pizza, pizza the guy and then eat the chicken? Oh, my they God. They would have had to order the pizza first because you then it could occur that the the pizza. Pe- the chicken guy showed before the pizza guy, yeah. and then you wouldn't have anything to dunk on his head. True, yeah, yeah. And so I they, guess they, they, just they could be pizza selling pizza and, and had wings it sitting at the around, same place. uneaten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was <laughs> still a whole for the pizza guy to arrive. Yeah, that, that's the most unbelievable part. You'd have a pizza, a full pizza, at a party that's like the whole building <laughs> is full of people, yeah. and no one touched this pizza <laughs> that was sitting in the kitchen. <laughs> I, I, people probably were coming around and be like, hey, lay off, or I right? just wait for it. It's, it's going to be worth different. it. There'll be chicken, all right? 
oh, these bullies were bewildering too because like their chant was just the word dude over yes. and over oh, again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to understand. I love that happened. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like that it, it, it encapsulate like the early 2000s kind of bro, uh, 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 yeah, energy and dynamic. Because I think food based pranks were like, were, were popular. Like, dudes would ice each other, right? Where they, you just hide a Smirnoff ice somewhere. And when your bro finds it, you have to drink it. And that's the extent of the prank. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah. And. I don't remember understanding it at the time either. It never made sense. But you always had a hangover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get iced that much. I that's this must have been such a weird turnaround for the people who made Smirnoff ice, like the canned drink, because like, yeah, it was pumping up their sales, but the point of the drink, the prank is that it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, did they embrace it? I mean, yeah, they probably ha- must have not. Like, yeah, I don't know. I it would have been something they would embrace like secretly while yeah. like officially being like, we don't condone this. And then like giving money to pranksters to do it to each other. So like yeah. giving it to influencers like, yeah, why don't you ice someone on your streams or whatever? New Smirnoff camouflage cans, you know, they, they <laughs> blend in. Specifically making cans with textures of like sofas and, yeah. and <laughs> curtains and stuff. So it's easier to hide. It is like a, it's a, a nice spin on the Easter egg hunt, you know, uh, getting nice because <laughs> you don't get to find things and enjoy them as much as an adult i'm mean, just out of the blue like you you have to go to the store yeah, yeah. anyway back to <laughs> yeah well, okay so i got some questions about uh you know what, i'll get your unique perspectives you guys both said that you really uh associated with the younger brother in this i i found him kind of annoying like just as a character sitting on his own he was a really annoying yeah. character <laughs> just screamed and seemed again always upset about something even though things were fine yeah um but if this happened to you like if if you found out that your older brother had wished you out of their life and then you became like a child star or something how fine would you be with that like is that a big price or would you would you be upset that your brother didn't love you or were you like okay but at least i got this out of it yeah i think uh it's a nice trade-off you know uh yeah you move up in uh the class system now you have people working (laughs) under you yeah. really nice to work for you uh he seemed like he had nice-ish parents they weren't really around right you never saw them but they uh did you see them at the end no that i don't think they ever his his movie parents never showed up he had his handler and then at yeah. one point he takes a call where this is 2003 horror his mom is getting remarried and he's, <laughs> he's very upset about that <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. will i have to call him dad he doesn't even call his mom mom. I don't know why that's <laughs> – he calls his mom Penelope and then goes, do I have to call my new dad dad? No, you don't call me mom. It's fine. Yeah, I, would, uh, um, uh, I wouldn't mind the trade-off. What about you, Tim? Yeah, I think it – I'm good – yeah, it seemed like the, the other guy's life also significantly improved. Uh, like the older brother. I mean, it, it's, it really was a win-win scenario. But I, I think the movie just like painted like – that it, apparently it's so awful being an only child and you're just destined to grow up to become a piece of shit. Like <laughs> you don't have another brother grounding you. So, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I think it was presented that like he was a jerk in this timeline and that was bad, but he could also just make 
himself better, like improve himself going forward. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, he has all the resources too. You know, yeah. Like, uh, a home gym <laughs> to really work out some of that anger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Home gyms is great. Like, yeah, sure. That's why he's better at football. He has a home gym now. Like, it's fine. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, he'd like do flips into his seats in class. That was a nice. And it, it didn't really come up much often in the movie, like how <laughs> yeah, he agile really he was. Used that later, right? <laughs> he never used that. I didn't understand why he did it or what. So it was just excuse. Like it looks so bad if you look at it from everyone else. Of like he pretends to not know where his seat is, so that when he finally does find it, he can do three backflips and land in his seat and get a standing ovation from the classroom. What a like- narcissistic piece of shit. <laughs> from from the perspective of like the other classroom, it feels like it's a, a medical horror where like th- did Alex suddenly show up with like a, a brain altering tumor? Like he's just acting super erratic out of nowhere, <laughs> doing flips and then like yeah, uh, kidnapping celebrities. Like it's it's it'd be really terrifying to be any of his friends at school. It's it's a common trope that people just sort of shake that stuff off in these types of like magic body swapping or memory and changing movies. They'll just be like, huh, you're weird today. <laughs> oh, well, no follow up. <laughs> yeah, I, like really dig into his psychology, figure out what this obsession is with this child star, you know, let's dig. Yeah. yeah they, they, oh, that was another thing that really uh, shocked me was like, so his parents like, yeah, no, we don't want you to press charges. We don't want to make a big deal of it. We don't want it in the press either. At that moment where he has abducted a child and been caught and brought back to his parents, they earlier saw him like cutting out pictures of that child, asking wait when he questions about that child. Yeah, it's just he has a very uh, problematic pattern of behavior that the parents are <laughs> refusing to address. <laughs> but I mean, I guess that's it when you're you're an only child. It's like this is our one kid. I mean, who cares? I mean, yeah. We bought it's him a up bit here. weird. It's fine. fine. Uh, he was definitely going to kill that kid if if it wasn't a magic scenario. He was set up to be a murderer. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, let's talk a little bit about uh, the means of the magic in this one. Uh, magic coin. Mm. Uh, do we feel like that was explored enough? <laughs> How no. this coin got the magic? They were like, because the the coin world guy was Larry Pendragon. At one point, they're like, maybe he's a wizard, and and then I, that's the only thing they mention on it. And then he also found the coin somewhere. It, I I need more questions where that coin came from. Uh, yeah yeah pendragon doesn't even make him a wizard right pendragon is arthur's last, oh yeah like king arthur's last name that's oh, what the reference is true <laughs> king arthur's not a wizard <laughs> <laughs> unless he, there was like a secret romance between arthur and merlin that i don't remember oh yeah Maybe it could have been hey let's write it yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's workshop it they're magic they can make a baby happen there were, did you have a thing with morgana morgana was also magic right but but she was like evil. I think Morgana had a thing with Merlin. Oh, okay. I've recently done a little bit of research on this just because of a, a future show I've got coming up with Merlin as a character in it. Yeah. And yeah, so I, I think Merlin and Morgana have sometimes have romances because apparently uh, Merlin's weakness is femme fatales. Oh. <laughs> he can be, he can be seduced by okay. evil women. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're just like, okay, it's a magic coin. Don't worry about it. I don't know where I found it. I've had it for years, and I could probably have made a wish on it. But the coin <laughs> shop guy never made a wish. Like, he never once idly <laughs> held this coin. No. <laughs> made a wish. He just offered it to the first kid that caught him after he slipped on a French fry. <laughs> Maybe he did make a wish, and it was for a sustainable coin-only business. 
And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that maybe that that might be because it, it is also interesting because in the world where he's a single child, the coin store. I oh no, it closed because he fell. I thought it closed because it went out of business for a second. Like I, I think he said, like it's been store. it's been on the rocks for a while, <laughs> and this was the last straw, which is very believable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I yeah. Uh, coins are so readily available. Uh, I don't. I mean, I guess they're histor- historic coins. That's where people are into them. But I can't imagine yet yeah, a whole just a coin store. Like, it, is it? Is this a big city or a small? Did they mention where it is? I think I we see like a, a what looks yeah. like the Seattle Needle at one point, but I don't remember if they oh. mentioned what city it's in. There's a lot of like transitions where you see the si- cityscape over cool music, which was a killer soundtrack. Oh, great! I say amazing encapsulated the early 2000s. Uh, so many bangers for every mood. Uh, <laughs> oh, Vanessa Hutchins. Oh, uh, Vanessa Carlton. Yes, that's yeah. They, yeah, they play the entirety of her song. I think at some point for a, a moody difference. montage. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, so, do we like? Is it a big enough city to sustain a coin only yeah. business? <laughs> I guess you just gotta charge a lot of. It. I like. Seems like there's only two people, for two people coin. in this whole thing that like coins, and it's like this one kid and his friend. Yeah. Let's see what else. Uh, anything else stand out to you, to you guys about this movie? Oh, uh, I was just thinking about that gorgeous coin book he had when he was an only child. Uh, really, really nice. And what, <laughs> what was he keeping his coins in before? It was like, it was like a uh, like a sack, a bag. <laughs> sack? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just I thought he had a great life. Also, the blue walls. I was I love the blue walls. I yeah. Think really, drum really set good. and an, a pinball machine. That's better than a brother. I give my brother a <laughs> for a pinball machine. I think it's a good trade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there and I feel like there there are two good activities to do back to back. You know, different kinds of dexterity. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. Fingers versus whole hand. Yeah, here yeah. we go. <laughs> but it's all rhythm. It's all rhythm. You know, I feel like after completing an intense solo, you're looking at the pinball machine in a new light. You're just hearing the sounds and the knockers. <sighs> <laughs> whatever they're called i don't know if that's the name that's Pat- paddles paddles, paddles maybe? yeah bumpers 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 yeah. yeah okay also do you guys remember the the who's on first moment oh, in this yeah. movie i do not what, what was that so it's right right after he makes the wish he starts his new life um and the name of the show that the kid is on is where's stevie which oh, stevie yeah. is his original name <laughs> and they do a who's on first style joke run where it's like where is stevie yes i know the show you like no where is he who stevie the guy from the tv like and they just do that thing but for like you know five minutes straight with the parents and i couldn't decide if it was the most clever thing in this film or just the worst thing to ever do like a a sacrilege against a proper who's on first i I loved it so much i yelled at the tv for space (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> that, that's how you react to love you yell at a tv <laughs> yeah. yes what? yeah what are some other things that change in his life just because of, of a brother going away he's not friends with those people anymore is that those two uh they're a pretty big part of the film i don't i don't remember their names but uh um abs yeah. abs and james that's what... abs and yeah james sounds about right <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh he wasn't friends with them and then they had a budding relationship i don't know like um, he just missed her, I guess. Oh, that was a nice B plot, you know. Yeah, and and it's like it was it was nice that, and they didn't even like 
it, that wasn't the crux of the movie. It was definitely a brother movie. Like they didn't like fall in love at the end, but he like definitely learned not to take her for granted. Uh, I think my, my favorite sequence with those two is, I mean, right at the beginning of the movie, which I feel like uh, is, is one of my favorite uh, uh pieces of 2000s culture is when they have that slime water gun fight because i loved how important slime was back then and it's it's legit one of the coolest things as a kid uh just a weird amorphous uh uh material yeah it looked like toothpaste coming out they just spraying each other with slimy toothpaste yeah and like water gun fights are already pretty fun as is i but yeah. I, I, there's no need to up the stakes but hey why not I think you are right, though, too. Like, late late 90s, early 2000s, basically all kids programming found an excuse to slime someone. <laughs> we gotta there was, like, a whole game show that was just, like, oh yeah, we slime Uh-oh. you half the time. <laughs> yeah. Just, was there a prize, or was it was just, you don't get slime? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember, yeah. I think, I think half the thing's like, okay, so either you answer our trivia question, and if you get it right, we don't slime you. Yeah. Or you'd be like, oh, here's time for an obstacle course. You're just going to jump in slime and maybe you'll win a Nerf gun or something. Because <laughs> they're kid think, prizes. They're not like money or cars or anything. Do you think the slime craze was at all like inspired by Carrie? They were like, what if we could do this? But in a fun <laughs> way, you know, it's the most humiliating thing possible, but uh, who knows? Yeah, do you think it was just like a, a children's television producer was watching Carrie and just a light went off in his head? He screamed, I got it. And everyone else got very worried knowing what his occupation was and what he had just seen. Yeah. Oh, so that's how you make an auditorium full of children laugh. All right. Okay. All right. Make note. Not going to see what happens afterwards. Right. Stop this movie. I can't see further. It would have been great if that inspired the 2010 craze of just lighting auditoriums on fire. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think the the weird argument that he made in his like first life is that like she made a move on him, like, "Hey, you want to go skating together?" Like, a, like on a date, in, insinuating it. He's like, "No, nah, I'm busy." He's like, "Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to date her because like that would make me seem uncool." And I'm like, "What are you talking about? How is being single in high school?" more cool than dating your close friend who's fine like not even like not even exaggerated as like a loser or anything just like a bit quirky is like all she gets yeah he really had it backwards uh yeah (laughs) and and he was so in love with that girl who like was making fun of him at the uh football game and everything yeah which again that didn't make sense either it's like your family's here to cheer you on what a loser (laughs) you have loving supportive parents what (laughs) i think all the all the bullies and mean people in this game in this movie need to step up their harassment game i guess maybe i shouldn't encourage that God, that it's a perfect level where it's like it's almost harmless but it really is, i guess <laughs> uh, yeah i don't know <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna make fun of how well you have it <laughs> and i'm gonna sh- share my food with you aggressively i guess is how i'll frame it <laughs> yeah the, I, there was that milk dump too a lot a lot of food on hand mm-hmm. uh, mil- oh yeah milk yeah when yeah, when when he was talking to Abs as the popular guy, yeah. Uh. Oh, and it looked, looked chunky. It was thick. That was. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, definitely had texture to it. 
how do we feel about a turkey as a pet? I don't know. That's just another thing to bring up. That was oh really my weird God, about I this movie. I completely forgot about the, the turkey pet. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that That's like one of the biggest, like, I, I, yeah, I can't believe he was able to change his opinion on that. He hated having a dog that much. But they really made it sound like that dog was like, hor- like it just drooled and farted constantly. But I feel like it's still, it would still be nice to have a dog. Yes, yeah, that's dog. that's what you expect from a dog. That's not that dog's not doing anything undog like. And yeah. it was it was the kids. It wasn't a family dog. It was the teenager's dog. It lived with him. It was like, "How's your dog today?" Like, yeah, that yeah, I thought that was was great. Yeah. And it's not like chickens don't also smell bad. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Like you you don't housebreak a chicken to not poop yeah. in your house. Like it's gonna. But it was a good scene when, uh, after he wished the turkey away, you got to see it get carted off to <laughs> to a Thanksgiving dinner. Like, yeah, that, that was traumatic. I I almost teared up. It was yeah. It's like we need one more thing to go wrong in this universe to push him over the line. And yeah. It's his pet turkey. Gobble gobble. Being gobble go- yeah gobble gobble. Not the most original name for a turkey. Nah. But I, you know, yeah. I, I'd, I'd be interested in having a, a turkey as a pet, like because I feel like a lot of people have tiny birds. But uh, yeah, why not have a large, a bigger bird pet that walks around? Because you don't want your bird to fly away anyway. Like you're gonna lose a bird, so might as well have a flightless one. Okay. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's intelligent. I I totally agree with you. I I, I actually, I've heard that turkeys are specifically unintelligent. I like I remember hearing this, which was <laughs> it, it, came, it popped in my head. I was watching the movie because when you the turkey returns, it's outside and it's raining. But turkeys are known to drown themselves in the rain because they they'll look up and, uh, <laughs> and, and and then they're just not dumb enough to turn their head back down and they'll like drown standing up. So that could have been dangerous for the turkey in that end part of the movie. I, I know turkeys are famous for um, not needing their brain to still live basically the same life they live now. Because <laughs> there's a there's a famous uh, turkey named Henry the turkey that um, like the the farmer that was butchering the turkey for dinner tried to go as far up the neck as he could when he chopped it and when he chopped off its head it, it just didn't die yeah so then it, they brought it to do like the county fair circuit just feeding it with grain down its throat through an eyedropper and it stayed alive for like months afterwards with no head that's beautiful i mean <laughs> I, I i respect that as just a philosophy like yeah uh, yeah Live like a life my life is so simple, I could continue yeah. living with no thought whatsoever. Yeah. Let's all live the turkey life yeah. going forward. Now I finally understand why calling someone a turkey is such an insult. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I mean, it's still not that great an insult. You can still do better. Still yeah. workshop it if all you've got is turkey. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I to me, I think it, it's it's in terms of the poultry insult scale i'd say it's slightly above tur- uh, being called a chicken i feel like being a turkey is worse than being a chicken hmm. chicken's more specific they're saying you're not brave but then turkey is just like yeah everything about you in undefined way yeah sucks yeah <laughs> All right, we'll we'll, we'll 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 try to wrap this up by being a bit more personal then. So, how do you think, you know, I know you guys are the younger in your family, 
But still, if you were to make this wish, I could imagine being pushed, having a bad day. Maybe you got bullied by your older brother. You got pushed. You got a magic coin falls in out of the sky and lands in front of you. And you wish your brother away. How do you think your life would change if you didn't have your older brother, if you were the only child? Uh, I think, uh, yeah, it's definitely, I don't think it's a wish I'd want to make as a younger brother where I think uh, uh, my life would be a lot harder because I think being a younger brother, your your oldest sibling just carves a lot out of the way for you and and you can just, you know, uh, you know, follow in their footsteps or avoid the mistakes they made. Like, I I feel like, yeah, I'd, I, I. I would have just had a, a bit of a, a, a tougher upbringing, like not. Yeah. I don't know. It, it gives you insight to like, uh, whatever the age gap, you know, what your life is going to be like that years down the road. Yeah. I feel like I did use my older brother as a, a sort of canary for like what things not to do in my life yeah. to like with a two year warning. Oh yeah. Like I remember he got a lot of trouble from my parents for like not signing up for enough, like, bursaries and scholarships in his last year of high school so then when i got there i was like well i don't want to get yelled at so, <laughs> so i was able to afford university uh-huh. like that worked out <laughs> perfect yeah and a canary i think is also the lightest of the bird insults. <laughs> puns yeah <laughs> you're very useful but you do end up dying the canary <laughs> doesn't survive being a canary yeah but i mean it's 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 a martyr ship you know you're you're, <laughs> you're dying for everybody else <laughs> okay the noble canary yeah what about you, Vance? Uh, well, uh, my brother's actually just outside my door, uh, so I can answer <laughs> as honestly as I'd like. But uh, what, what, what would what would my life be like? Um, I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't be babied. You know, when you're the when you're the second or the youngest, uh, you, you get babied, and uh, I'd probably be <laughs> more uh, self sufficient now. I'd say. Um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'd be, uh, I'd be able to just go through, go through my life without like wondering, like today I, I remembered this is today. I remembered, I was like, oh yeah. Like, um, uh, my mom, like cut my toenails, like pretty late into like 13. Cause I wouldn't anyways. Uh, <laughs> so you're a, you're a 13 year old boy and you're just like hey mom i i need my nails clipped and just no, sitting on like, the couch my feet hurt <laughs> oh, you don't even growing. you're going for the record of long <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so um yeah uh would i oh uh yeah and that's what you're saying <laughs> about your older brother like kind of just being like uh like um like a canary for the future um I definitely did. I kind of modeled my. I thought my brother was so cool. My brother was so yeah. cool. So I, I just kind of wanted to model my behavior or the way I spoke or, you know, after my brother. And I, I think that, um, I, I think that really helped me out, you know, for like, um, maybe I seemed <laughs> pretending to be someone else really uh-huh. put me ahead of the, <laughs> ahead of the class. <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing I, I i definitely agree with and i noticed with my older brother uh, and i kind of resent at times but like yeah he, he's still so cool to me and like was such a, t- a tastemaker like if i had like something i didn't like like one time my mom got me a pair of shoes that i really hated and my brother just offhand be like oh those are those are sick and i was like and also my <laughs> I, I, I love the shoes they were really cool and I, but like it's yeah he's so much power over me uh <laughs> I agree. My older brother definitely had power over me, but I felt like 
I mean, I felt like I looked up to him and I felt he sometimes used that power for evil. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> not like, not like horrendous evil. Like he wasn't like bullying me so much, but like, so one of my things I liked about my brother is he'd like design his own games. Oh, wow. And then I'd, I go, oh, I, I really like game design still. Like, I like that idea, but he designed games and then I could eventually catch on that he was like changing the rules so that he would always win <laughs> or that it would just like be more of a struggle for me. Like it's so frustrated because yeah, he had complete power and there was nothing I could do about it. Yeah. But I feel like there, there was definitely like, uh, I think roles. Like I always felt, yeah, my brother, you know, yeah, they, any game they're, they're most likely to win, but it was also my job as the younger brother to try and annoy them and get them upset. And like, that's the only way I could fight back. Right. You change the rules. It's yeah. not about winning by the rules of the game anymore. It's just about getting a rise out of your older brother. 100%. And that's why I definitely emphasize with the, uh, Stevie's habit to just yell, he's hitting me! Like that, <laughs> that's your, like, your, your, your right hook as a younger brother. I mean, you can't, you can't beat them up. You got to get the parent involved. That didn't feel like a little sociopathic to any of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a Tuesday afternoon. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I guess since I had a younger brother who then I very quickly like had both sides of a relationship with. So like I I stopped being as annoying to my older brother once I had a younger brother that was like, oh, this guy's annoying. I should try not to be this. <laughs> oh, true. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure my younger brother has had, a, there was a lot more time before my, my, finally my sister came along. I have four siblings or four of us all together. So he had a lot more time to being like the youngest, youngest to continue to try to annoy me. Yeah. And it's been a lot of time being the annoying one with that four before he had to realize anything. Yeah. I think I always knew that I was uh, pretty, annoying. I remember like playing my brother's super Nintendo in his room, knowing I wasn't supposed to be there playing <laughs> country knowing like, yeah, I, I'm not like, but I, I can do this. <laughs> I can do this. He, he might hit me or yell at me, but I, I was pretty sure that I had the power to do what I wanted <laughs> you were running the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was no like fear or taboo. It was just like, yeah, you'll get yelled at and then I will turn it against him like immediately. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, uh for sure. I mean, I could always just yell for mom and uh, you know, I'd be okay, you know, to, he would he would be in trouble and I would yeah. not be in trouble. Um uh but I think I I, I justified everything always like do you ever there is like a, a a game with a knife where you pretend to stab someone with a knife, but you'd let go of the knife, so it would it would just it would bounce off them and hit the floor. <laughs> and you're just trying to scare somebody. Yeah. What? <laughs> no, I have not heard of this game. You're familiar with this? Played in the, the this game where you stab someone but loosely, so you don't stab them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You 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 take the knife and it's loose in your hand, and then you you push it up. My brother did this to me. He pushed it up against my body, and it fell out of his hand. And I was so scared, <laughs> yeah. so scared, and so mad. And he was laughing, and then. And then that's, that is a legitimate fear. That is a fine, safe, healthy fear to have. Uh, well, I like completely overreacted. I don't think you did. <laughs> I, I grabbed the scissors and I and I chucked them at him. <laughs> I opened them up like a throwing star. And I <laughs> you and your brothers have such access to blades. <laughs> Yeah, and it. Uh, um, anyways, I won that one. I, <laughs> what is, what is winning in this? <laughs> the least scars. 
<laughs> who, can, who can escalate at the highest? <laughs> who got the four? Yeah, is it is a game of chicken with, with deadly force? Yeah, my brother would get, do a lot of he'd, he'd do a lot of goober yo-yos to me. You know, where he'd, like he, he holds you down and then just drool on top of you, but try and suck the drool up as as, as low as possible. But it would just inevitably slime all over you. That was a big one. Oh. Uh, oh, that's gross too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm feeling a lot nicer about my older brother. I feel like <laughs> maybe his teasing me of just beating me at games he created is not as bad. <laughs> yeah, you had it. You had it good. You had it too good. I gotta, I gotta send a message to my brother and apologize for any resentments I've held <laughs> towards him. Reconnect. Yeah. And, and hey, why not play a good old game of knife game? I mean, while you're at <laughs> yeah. It. Let's, hey, hey, Mitch. Uh, I feel like there's something about a childhood we missed out on, a, an important bonding experience between older and younger brother. Want to play some knife game? <laughs> oh, boy, that's some uh, that's some scary stuff. Um, I think you guys would be perfectly uh, legitimate in, 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 in wishing your brothers away with a coin. Um, you guys don't have to, but I think I think it'd be fair. Go ahead. If I get the magic coin, I will lend it to you for <laughs> wishing, wishing them away. Uh, any final thoughts on the film before we wrap up? Uh, yeah, I love even Stevens. I love Lizzie McGuire. I'm glad two two of those stars got to meet in a movie. You know, I, I felt there was a uh, it was a parallel universe in both of those worlds. I don't know either of those properties, so I actually don't know which characters were famous. Like, I was trying to look through the cast list to be like, who's famous? And I assumed the person who was mononymous, uh, Lelaine, must oh, be yeah. famous because you don't go by one name only unless you're famous. That's the thing is, I don't know if any of them, I guess they were famous for the time, but I, I don't know how famous they are now. But yeah, it was Alex, the main guy, and Lelaine Abbeys from, uh, she was from Lizzie McGuire, and Alex was even Stevens. And it, and, you know, and I think because the movie is about alternate dimensions, it, this is my, you know, I think it's it's starting its own like Disney cinematic universe between all their sitcoms and made for TV movies. I'd watch it. And they own the Avengers. I mean, Nick Fury can enter at any point is all I'm saying. And the MCU is going into multiverse stuff. Like yeah. that's where they're headed. So yeah. uh, you you wish could be important. Just a matter of time to like every Disney property collides. And Disney, I think there's going to be one show on Disney Plus. But it's every everybody's going to be in it. it. Yeah, just called The Show. Yeah. Every, everyone's in it. <laughs> And and you do need to watch the 2003 t- made-for-TV movie You Wish with an exclamation point uh, in order to understand the plot. Yeah, that's where it all begins. It all begins here. So uh, we want to encourage all of our listeners to make sure you do watch this film for that sake. Um, since this one is a little bit more of a tie-in, uh, I normally just do like little credits at the end, but you guys are both Half the Tall Boys, which is a, a, a sketch show that's about to be releasing its second season on CBC. And uh, it's kind of why we're putting this together. So you want to tell us a little bit about the next season just to get your plug in? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, we, we we just shot season two over the pandemic. It's coming out February 16th. That's a Tuesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern on CBC. And CBC Jam. And CBC Jam. Which is, yeah, their online app, which is, it's like their version of Disney Plus, I guess. Yeah. The Disney Plus of Canada. Yeah. <laughs> And we're back. Uh, yeah. We're doing our we're doing our thing. Uh, we're singing. I think we sing more. I think we're doing more songs. Yeah, a lot, a lot of more songs. Some bangers. Yep. 
Yeah, I did feel like you broke into song at least once per episode. I watched the first two episodes. Oh, uh, nice. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, great. Of season uh, two, you got it. You got an early sneak peek. Yeah, your publicist sent it along when yeah. setting this up. <laughs> wow, nice. <laughs> we- <laughs> I, I assume you guys also saw it. Am I not seeing it before you? Am I? <laughs> I mean, you were there also. Well, actually, we were CGI this season. Uh, the whole so season. I, yeah, yeah. You know, that's the safest way. That's Absolutely. I mean, safest way. With, with what's going on in the world. And there was a there was a good balance between like acknowledging the pandemic and then not making everything about the pandemic, which is a hard sort of divide now with all sort of comedy and culture where you're like, do we, do we ignore it or yeah. is yeah. it everything? And I think you guys did find that line. It was a fun scenario because we wrote most of it. We wrote what we thought was going to be most of it before the pandemic. We had like a normal writer's room for a few months and then the pandemic hit. And then we just kept on writing and like we it, it's it's almost been uh it's been like over a year it's it's been a long time I I, I and I don't know how to keep track of time anymore. But we're we're not quite at a year since like the full lockdown yet. That was in March. Oh I yeah, think. true. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's coming up. I, I'm excited for it to be out. Yeah. Uh, everyone should watch it. Yeah, watch it on CBC if you have TVs. Watch it on CBC Gem if you don't. Coming out. You said the sixteenth. 16th, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Woo! <laughs> and thanks so much to both you, Vance, and Tim, for joining me. Thanks yep, for having thank us, you. Maddox. Thank you. And thanks to the audience for listening. We'll have another movie review soon. Bye. 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 Well, that's what we came up with, but we want to hear from you. Tell us your thoughts. You can find us on Twitter at BreakAWishPod, email BreakAWishPod at gmail.com, join the BreakAWish discussion group on Facebook, and you can support the show by writing a review, telling a friend, or buying a t-shirt on TeePublic. All this information at BreakAWish.ca. This is a Kicks and Giggles Entertainment production, hosted by Maddox Campbell, themed by Matthew Reed, cover art by Justin Langford, and a proud member of the Sonar Podcast Network. More podcasts at thesonarnetwork.com. So, what would you wish for? This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! Now on the Sonar Network. A new podcast from comedy duo Peter and Chris. So there's a successful podcast called My Dad Wrote a Porno, and uh, so I wrote a porno. They didn't decide what kind of podcast they wanted to do, so they'll just do them all. Nicholas Cage, this is uh, Peter. I'm part of uh, a I know who you are. A podcast where each episode promises. This time, it's different. Act one. Is sitting in a hot car really that hot? We investigate. Watch on YouTube or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You're going to like the way you laugh. We guarantee it.